This is your coffee break. Exactly. This is going to go off very well. Now we're just like, we broke the ice by mining, and it's fine. I love it. Hey, friends. This week for our coffee break episode, I am so pleased to have on my show Jenny Bravo, who has one of the most awesome and epic names I've probably ever heard in real life. Uh, <laughs> she is uh, she's an, a published author. She is the owner of the Blots and Plots blog, which I'm excited to talk a little bit more about today. There's some exciting news coming up there. Jenny, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really a big fan, as you knew, and I kind of reached out to you and was like, hi, I love you. Can I be a part of this somehow? Can we make this happen? Love it. So, yeah, I'm so excited to be here. So excited to have you. I'm so excited that you reached out. I'd I, I think I'd been following you on Twitter, maybe or maybe not, but I'm just, I love mm -hmm. connecting with people who... I don't know, just, just have such a great energy about them and such a great message for people. And I think you're just doing amazing work with your blog. And so I kind of like now stalk you on all the social medias. So I hope that's not Perfect. creepy. Okay. No, I stalk you on all social media as well. So it's totally fine. Good, good. That's what I like to hear. So, <laughs> oh gosh, if it's okay with you, I would love to hear first and foremost about the books that you've written. In March of 2014, I started These Are the Moments, and I published it in May of 2015. So, um, so yeah, it's about, it's kind of a love story. It's a complicated love story between uh, Simon Guidry and Wendy Lake, and it tells their story of how they met, and it covers 10 years of a relationship that's just back and forth. I love it, and it was really fun to write. And um, so then, after that, I knew I kind of wanted to explore that world more and people really connected to the characters so I was like I can really kind of turn it never was supposed to be like a series it was just supposed to be standalone um so then I wrote a prequel to it that's from Wendy like Wendy's sister it's about her sister Claudia and now I just came out with um moments like these which is a twist on these are the moments and it's from Simon's perspective so it's two, so one full length book and then two smaller books. So yeah, those were all just published. Uh, the prequel was published in January and the novella was published in February. So, yeah. Very exciting. And those came out really close together then. They did. They did. I wrote them pretty much like hand in hand. And then I sent them over to my editor and I was like, I have two things for you. Here you go. It's just <laughs> like, all right, let's go. So that is yeah, awesome. they did come out close together. They were pretty much finished right around the same time. I actually held moments like these for a little bit because I didn't want to shock everyone and be like, here are two books. You're welcome. <laughs> so. <laughs> and I think that's especially impressive because if I have this correct, you work a full-time job. I do. I do. Yes. <laughs> I do. It's kind of a crazy life <laughs> um, because I try to really – balancing is such a difficult task – um, because I want to give all of my time to to writing that I can, but then I also love this. I've really tapped into this teaching about writing, and it, that kind of came out in a way that I didn't expect because I started writing my blog just to sort of document my publishing journey and like hope that people would read it and maybe we could like be friends. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I was like, okay. I'm somehow like people are asking me questions about writing and publishing and this is a thing. So, um, so now I'm really just trying to balance like all of these things at one time, but it's coming along really well. And 
I kind of look back to where I was just a year ago and I'm like, man, this has come pretty far. So it's exciting. So you are balancing, you're balancing writing for yourself, writing books. I don't know if you have more books in the works, but (laughs) good. That is, that is awesome. You're doing that. You've got, uh, you've got your blog. You're coming out with maybe some exciting other things that have stemmed off of your blog and you're still working full time. Yes. (laughs) I want to hear, I want to hear more about this. Basically, the way I kind of balance all of it is I just like, I take it project by project and I'm just like, okay, I had this idea that I kind of want to do and let's see if it works. Like I, I've just been starting kind of doing workshops with my blog because I knew I really liked to do, um, I love video and I'm a, like I said, I'm a talker. I come from a musical theater background, so it makes me feel like I'm on stage. So I love it. I'm like any chance to be, you know, in front of a camera, just, you know, talking is great. So I've started doing that. I started my, I did my first workshop last week and had a really good response to it. So I was like, I really want to do more of this. Um, So I'm kind of taking that and seeing where that goes. And then I just started my first e-course and that's all about being a busy writer and managing that because I was like, I was thinking, I knew I wanted to write an e-course and I was like, what can I write about? And I was like, well, every time I talk to people, their biggest problem is I don't have enough time to write. And every time I'm like, you know what? No one has time. Like no one has time. And there are definitely people that are way busier than I am. People that are married, have kids. Like I'm still, you know, in that before that stage. So, so yeah, I was like, I think I can help people a little bit on this subject. I think I know a little bit about balancing things and making time. I write on my lunch breaks and I just, I get home and I'm like, okay, hi family. Now I'm going to write. Now I'm going to do this. So it's a lot of just knowing, knowing what you want to do at that time. And I'm not a planner, so I kind of have to force myself (laughs) into that. Um, You're not a planner either. Oh no. I was like shaking my head like, "Mm, mm -mm, yeah, nope. Yeah. I'm no. (laughs) I think I'm like a planner by like survival. Like I'm not going to get anything done unless I know what I'm doing. Um, and I hate wasting time. So if I'm going to sit down on my lunch break and write, like I'll only, normally I'll only have about 30, 45 minutes. So I'm like, okay, I better know what I'm writing or else I'm going to have all this wasted time. And I, there's nothing that I hate more. So I'm just a planner out of survival. So you, you write over your lunch break. Do you write? And then you write when you get home. Um, what what kind of work do you do that allows you to kind of have that leftover creative energy to kind of expend yeah. over your lunch and after work? Oh, absolutely. And I actually, when I was deciding, like, what am I going to do with my life as far as work-wise, I knew I kind of wanted something that wasn't too, like, I had really thought about being a teacher for a while. And I still kind of think about that a lot, which is, I think that's why I love doing Blots and Plots so much, because I'm... I'm teaching and it gives me that kind of energy, mm-hmm. but, um, I wanted to make sure that I had something that it wouldn't just like suck all my creativity dry. So I'm in the insurance industry, <laughs> so it's totally opposite, but yeah, so it's, it's right now I'm just kind of working a typical, like I would say nine to five, but really it's eight to five. So the great thing about that is once I'm done, I can just leave work and I have that time to just you know, I know a lot of people don't have that luxury. A lot of people are working more salary jobs where they have to kind of bring their work home with them, but I don't. So that's really nice. 
You know what? That's awesome. And that that is a choice that you make. I, I worked in banking for five years. And it oh. was such that, like, I could, exactly like you're doing, I could write over my lunch break. I would come home and I would just have so much creative energy stored up ah. that I'd get home and just write like a crazy person. And then I, yeah. I made a very conscious decision to to change careers. And, and so now I do something creative for pay for my work. And then I come home and I'm oh. like, I'm exhausted. I've used up all my creative energy. I guess when I first did it, too, I didn't realize the first week that I got my first I guess you say first adult job or big girl job or whatever you want to call it. Um, Cause I'm almost 25. So I haven't been working very long, but the first week that I started this job was the week that I started writing my novel. And I think it was something about being in that office. And I mean, it's such a switch when you start, you know, working a full-time job and it's such a transition. Um, and before that I'd been working at Disney world and I was driving safari trucks around and giving speeches. So like That's it was awesome. such a shocker of being like on a safari truck every day and like seeing animals every day to being behind a desk and just staring at a computer all day. I was like, all of this needs to go somewhere. And then that's when I started getting serious about actually writing my novel. That's super cool. I think you, you made a really smart decision and you're making the most of that situation and you're doing yeah. it positively. Like seriously, you are doing this right. It's all about perspective. It really is. Because I think, I mean, I've read, I don't know, I'm sure a lot of other people have read um, Big Magic mm -hmm. by um, Elizabeth Gilbert. And so much of it is we can't all make huge amounts of money from our writing. So we have to find other ways and we just have to be, we have to stop wishing that our circumstances are different and just be okay with what they are and figure it out from there. Amen to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting into like sort of the meat and potatoes about sort of these time-saving strategies. Do you have like a favorite strategy or a favorite like top three or anything like that? Oh, my biggest thing, and I didn't know about this until... I mean, it took me until I really got involved on Twitter and got involved in like the writing community online. I had no idea that this existed. Um, the sprinting technique, the mm. writing sprinting. So basically, it's like you sit down and you either set a timer. What I do is I sit down and I just look at the time and I'm like, okay, it's seven o'clock. I'm going to write for 15 minutes. I'm going to write as fast as I can. And I'm not going to I'm not going to stop and I'm going to see how many words I get. When I do that, I can write like a thousand words in 30 minutes, which is crazy. Like I could never do that before um, until I started sprinting. Apparently I'm more competitive than I thought I was. And until I started doing that, I would, it would take me like, I want to say like two hours to write a thousand words. I would just mm -hmm. be sitting there and then I'd be like, oh, Twitter's interesting. Oh, I want to go over here. And then I would get nothing done. So when you focus yourself, it really focused writing is just gonna that's gonna get you where you need to be so time yourself don't edit as you go that's so important for mm -hmm. i think a lot of people make that mistake in a first draft they just try to edit the whole time when really you should be like throwing all the words at the wall and just seeing what sticks so that's my first tip and then the other tip that i have would be to just try to write a little bit every day i know a lot of people do kind of a word count goal, like they'll be like, okay, I'm going to write 500 words a day. But that seems like really arbitrary to me. Like, I mean, I'm sure it works for a lot of people. But for me personally, I work better on a time thing. So I'm like, I'm gonna write for 10 minutes every day, at least, rather than like 500 words. Because if I say 500 words, I'm gonna be sitting there looking at the words the whole time. Like, mm -hmm. how many words do I have? Do I have 200? I only have 250. I have to get to 500. 
Whereas if I'm like 10 minutes, okay, we'll see how much I can get done. I'll get a lot more done that way. So those are my two big tips. Those are what really kind of get me through and just help me to get as much done in a short amount of time as possible. I love that. Do you have any favorite tools that you use when you're writing? Yes, I have a few favorite tools. I either use Scrivener, which I mean, I know everybody in the world loves that. And I love that because the index cards are just the coolest thing ever. And for my first book, it's in a now and then like back and forth two timelines. Mm-hmm. So that like saved me so much because I would have to look and be like, are all of these timelines even do like what's happening here? Um, so I love Scrivener. I use Google Docs too. And that's great because I can access it on my phone or on my computer and it all syncs together. Um, so I love that. And then I use Spotify, which I know a lot of people use as well. And I love that because I create my own playlist for each of my books and for characters. That way it really kind of sets me in to that world when I'm writing. Yeah, so I love that. And then the Notes app on my phone, I use that for, I have. I still have um, a list when I was trying to figure out what I was going to title my book. I have like 150 titles for that book, just that I would, anytime I would think of something, I would just be like writing it down in my notes and trying to figure it out. So that's like where I keep all my ideas that just come out of nowhere. So those are my, yeah, those are my favorite ones. And then sometimes I'll use the dictation on my phone Mm. as well if I'm driving and I just get a random idea. Oh, and of course, pen and paper. That's Mm. the best. I have my most popular post on my blog is writing your novel on paper or something or why you should write your novel on paper. And that's like my number one post. I write my first drafts by hand primarily. What is it about pen and paper for you that is different? Well, I never really, I started doing that because I had, when I first started writing my novel, it was, I had a yellow legal pad because they gave it to me at work and I was, yeah, there you go. Sorry, I'm taking notes on one. I totally didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, that's awesome. (laughs) I love that. I love the yellow legal pads. And I think I've always loved that since I was little, like a kid. And I can still, I I think I've always loved writing by pen and paper because I can go back from when I was like seven and making up all these random stories. And they're in these notebooks that I've hidden away, like all over my room, basically. But I love that it kind of keeps you engaged in what you're doing. And I can't have a million tabs open like I can on my computer. Yes. <laughs> I'm really bad about that. I'm really bad about that. And I know that I have to edit on my computer. But I also love the trend, the when I'm like transcribing it, I catch so many things and I get so many new ideas rather than just reading it. I'm typing it. It's something about that, like the actual tactile you know, ability of being able to move it from your, you know, I'm writing it and that's tactile and then I'm typing it. And I love that um, transition step of being, of taking it from the page to the computer. Cause I get so many ideas that way, but yeah, I love that. I can't edit as well on my notebook as I can on my computer. So even if I scratch it out, the word is still there. I can still see that I wrote that. So yeah, like you have a whole history there. You have your revision history yeah. just right there for you to see it and draw upon if you need it. Yes, and <laughs> margins. I use the margins constantly. I'm like, this doesn't sound like a real name. That's not an actual <laughs> word. Like, random things in my margins all the time. So I love going back and seeing that. Yeah. You yeah. talked about um, the, the <laughs> you know, one of the perks is not having a bunch of tabs open. Would you, what, what would you say is your biggest roadblock to writing? Is it sort of the busyness of the internet? 
I think so. I think it wasn't as big of a problem as it is now because now I know I can be like writing a blog post or I could be doing this. I could be doing so many other things where I'm like, okay, you need to actually write a book because that's what people know you for. And like, that's what you really like to do. So can you write something, please? So definitely the busyness of the internet that keeps me from writing. And then also just, I think a lot of the times I'll keep myself from writing if I don't have, if I feel like I don't have a good idea, even though I might have a bunch of scenes already. If I have an idea for a scene that I might want to write, I'll just write that down. And then that way, when I find time, I just go right back to that. It takes the thinking out of, okay, I'm sitting down to write, but I don't know what I'm going to write about. So once I sit down to write, it's good. Like I, once I sit down to write, I can get done pretty quickly and move through it. It's more the actual sitting down to write part that trips me up because I always think oh my gosh it's gonna take so much time even though I know it doesn't like I have to actually remind myself hey you know that this isn't very time consuming you're gonna be okay just sit down yeah I have trouble with that too it's just you know you'll enjoy it once you're there but it's kind of getting there and dragging yourself along to that point that can be hard exactly (laughs) exactly and like right now I'm writing a sequel like a full-length sequel to my first book So it's, I'm finding that it's like really kind of, I don't have to really deal with this yet because I'm still working through the first draft, but a lot of it, I'm like, okay, are these characters staying true to what they were in the first book? And are people going to like this one as much as they like the first book? Like now there are expectations. So (laughs) it's a little weird. Like, not that I'm like this huge author with all of these readers that are going to be like, oh my gosh, what's happening? But still, like there are definitely a good amount of people that are going to be oh, this isn't how she acted in the first book or whatever. So Mm -hmm. it's a lot. And I'm very, I'm pretty meticulous with that kind of stuff. So it's been interesting. It's definitely a different experience. I think every book is different. Every, every time you sit down and write, it's a different experience. That's an added kind of pressure, I'd say. Oh, definitely. You'd mentioned earlier kind of finding uh, maybe strength or inspiration from the Twitter community. Yes. Can you tell me, tell me more about that? I have just an enormous love for Twitter. That is where I found like all of my writing friends. And I don't know, I I love it so much. But that's, I found like really good writing partners and like beta readers that way. And just, um, I, that's where I found I could hop on at any point I would go, um, and sit in the coffee shop and be like, okay, I'm going to do a writing sprint. And I could just hop on and be like, anybody want to do a writing sprint? And then I would have like five people that were like, I'm in. And I was like, this is the coolest thing. I'm not writing by myself. This is awesome. So I found so many. And that's where I met um, Kristen from She's Novel. I met her. I saw her on Twitter first, I believe. And then I emailed her and I was like, hey, um, you're wonderful. I'm I'm like one of those people that like I see you on Twitter and I'm going to – if I love you, I'm probably going to email you and just like write this. I mean, you know, because I did this to you. And I'm like genuine about it. Like I'm not like – I've gotten emails like that before and most of the time they're like great and I'm immediately like, I love you too. Like you're wonderful. <laughs> but I don't want people to feel like this is just Jenny. She's just emailing you, emailing you because, you know whatever because you exist um, yeah yeah, because you exist um but yeah I just I found her that way and I sent her an email and I was like I think you're awesome can we collaborate in some way you're fantastic and then we started the um story social twitter chat so that's every Wednesday at eight central time yes so that's so fun and now we have this little 
cool community that comes out every Wednesday to talk about writing and social media. And so it's so much fun. I love Twitter. I love the connection of Twitter. I don't think it's necessarily a great place for selling, I guess. Like for, I think a lot of people approach Twitter in the wrong way. They're like, I'm going to use Twitter and I'm going to become this huge famous author just from Twitter. But I think the best way to use Twitter is one-on-one connection and just finding people that are really exciting to you and you go from there. How is it for you writing creatively versus writing for your blog? Do you notice a big difference there? Do you approach it differently? On my blog, it's a very, the way that I write is pretty much just like the way that I write in my books. And so if you connect to that, you'll probably connect to my books. So I think that is why it overlaps. But most of the time I'm writing, like I'm writing to a friend, like, so to say, that's how my platform kind of is across all, like, if you go on my Instagram, a lot of the times I'll be like, I'll start it off with like, hey, friends, or, or ask you a question, or, you know, it's all about connecting. And I think that kind of shows all over on Twitter, Instagram, my blog, whatever. Yeah, and I think that that helps draw people and I think that that helps create authenticity for you, especially if you're the same person when you're writing books as you are everywhere else. Exactly. And I just kind of want to be open and honest about the writing process and honest about just everything. I think think the world and the internet space needs a lot more authenticity and just people to be like, hey, this is how it's really going. Like, and my blog, in some ways, like my blog kind of almost reads like a diary at points where it's like, here it goes, like all the way through here, she started writing here, she's publishing. So that's kind of cool. And it's fun for me to look back on too and be like, Oh, my gosh, that's so funny. Look when I found my title for my book. And (laughs) it's really cool. So I think that's fun to share with people. It is because it's like you're bringing, you know, you're bringing them along with you and kind of sharing that with them and they're a part of it and people love to continue to be a part of things and absolutely so i have a couple more questions for you the first one i want to know what is your absolute favorite thing about writing fiction oh my gosh i've always been a storyteller that's my favorite part since i was i mean you can ask my mom like since i was little and first started like talking, I was just making up these stories in my head. Like we were going on a walk. We're not just going on a walk. We're running from the enemy. Like every single time, like everything. I just lived in this total imaginative world, which I really, that's why I'm, I know at some point I'm going to write like fantasy, like that's going to happen at some point. Cause I love that, but I love telling stories and I love sharing stories with people. So I think that's my favorite part of fiction is that. And characters. I love character work. Like Rainbow Rowell has been such a huge influence on my writing. And a lot of people have said that, like, if you read it, there are a lot of you can tell like a lot of the influence that she's had on me. And I think she does such a good job with characters that I knew when I sat down to write a novel, wanted to write a novel about like people that felt real that weren't just these like, cookie cutter characters, like, especially because mine is heavily a romance or a contemporary romance. And I wanted to make sure you weren't just sitting down like, oh, boy meets girl, Mm. boy falls in love with girl, girl is like, I needed it to have more nuance to that and more, you're reading it and you're like, oh my gosh, this is just like me. Or, oh my goodness, this sounds just like my best friend. So I think that's really exciting to just kind of engage people with characters and the story. And it's just so great. I love all of that. I've always loved reading. I've always loved the story. It's it's wonderful. So I love fiction. 
I graduated with an English degree from college and I had started off like the, on the totally opposite track. I was going to be a doctor. And then one day I like went to my dad and I was like, um, can we have a real conversation about this? And he was like, okay. And we had dinner and I was like, all right, I'm going to talk to you about my life plans. And he's like, okay. And I said, I would like to be an English major now. And I like told him, I was like, and I really think I would be great at stories and this is awesome. And then, you know, I can always make something with my degree. And he was like, all right, let's do it. And every, he was like, my parents are like the most supportive people in the entire world. So every time I come up with these like crazy harebrained schemes, they're like, you're going to make it work. All right, let's do it. And then it worked out perfectly. So yeah. What a gift. I'm so lucky to have my family. My sister has a blog too. And she's the one that set up my blog and helped me and was like, you need to start blogging. If you want people to find you, that's what you need to do. And they are, we're just like this little like cheerleader family. We're like, oh, one of us is doing something important. We're all like cheering on that other one. So it's been fun. It's been really fun. That is awesome. I'm yeah. so glad that you have that. And I'm so glad that they're, it sounds like they kind of give you this great energy that you have. And yes, it's amazing. Maybe along those lines, and maybe not. I want to ask if there has been a particular mentor in your life who has kind of guided you, given you advice, and what that person maybe has done for you. Oh my goodness. I have so many. I have so many. <laughs> I think as far as I guess as far as life-wise, I think my family just hands on each member. I mean, I have, it's my mom and my dad and my sister. We're just this close-knit family. And my sister is so driven. And that's what my mom is like. I don't know what happened, but I raised this family of little entrepreneurs. <laughs> What's going on? Without them, I don't know what I would do. They're so supportive. And they're always, I know I can call up. And either any, all three of them and be like, hey, I have to talk to you about this plan that I have. And even if they don't understand what I'm talking about, they're like, okay, that sounds great. Awesome. <laughs> so I think my sister, I mean, my whole family definitely, but my sister has had a huge influence on me. Uh, she's my younger sister. She's three years younger than me, but she's still like, we are so opposite. She's, she's going to be the doctor. She's the science brain one, but we can bounce things off of each other all the time, which is great. So that's been really exciting. I love having my family. It's like they're all, all three of them are mentors for me. Um, on the writing side, Ksenia Ansky has been a huge influence on me. She's the reason probably that I self-published because I found her blog. And before that I had, I mean, I went to school for writing. So everything was, we always talked about querying and then like, you know, you're going to find a literary agent and you're going to find a publisher. And that was the plan and that's the way it worked. And until I found her, that's what I thought I was going to do. And then I found her blog and I just like, I read that thing just like constantly. I had it up on, I was constantly on my computer, constantly reading what she had to say. And I was like, I think I'm going to self-publish. And I've never thought that that was an actual possibility or actual, like a choice that people made. I had no idea. And it's been the best decision and I've loved it. And I've met so many cool people that way. The, the blog that you mentioned, can you spell her name? Yes, it's K-S-E-N-I-A. And then her last name is Anski, which is A-N-S-K-E. Cool. I want to make sure that I link to her in today's show notes as well. Yeah, she's wonderful. She's so great. Oh, my gosh. Jenny, I love talking to you. This has been <laughs> super delightful. <laughs> 
this the best? <laughs> I told you I'm a talker, so No, I love it. This is this has been amazing. I feel I feel really inspired right now just having like looked you in the face for this past however long we've been talking like you you guys, you need to see Jenny's face. She's just been like <laughs> glowing. Um, as she's been talking about her love oh. of writing, uh, I think that if you do end up doing video webinars and series and all that stuff, like you're going to find great success because your energy just just yeah. shoots right through the screen, and I love it. And Thank so now you. I'm like, well, I want to, I want to, uh, I want to, you know, ditch all my evening plans and like set aside my time for a writing sprint. And Wednesdays, you said you guys do. Wednesdays, yeah, we do Story Social at 8 p.m. and it's um, we have a Twitter account so you can follow the um it's story social chat is the twitter account and we always tweet out our stuff but yeah it's really it's really fun and there's a cool group that comes out pretty much i mean we have a pretty consistent following now and a pretty regular group of people that come out so it's really fun and people just have so many good ideas and it's awesome so definitely recommend that if you're looking for a group to be a part of it's really fun it's so important to get connected in some kind of community, especially I, Twitter is the best place to look for it because there are a lot of writing chats and all kinds of stuff like that. So I highly recommend Twitter because you can find all kinds of people on there. I love it. I might link to your Twitter profile too, if that's okay. Oh yeah, I'm on mm. Twitter like daily. So that's <laughs> like my place. <laughs> Perfect. Oh gosh. Well, Jenny, you are just, you are a gem. You are just an absolute... <laughs> You are just lovely. I've loved talking to you. Let's please keep in touch. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for asking to be on my show. This has just been a, a, just a real treat. So thank you. Mm-hmm.